Hey, everybody, this is Karina Amber, your co-host for Dating and Marriage Perspectives. Damn good to the last word. Welcome back to our show for our fans and our returners. And if you're new to our show, welcome. We hope you stay a little while. Mm -hmm. um, down below, please comment, subscribe, and like our show before we get into our topic. And here's our topic. So last week, we had our beautiful guest who's with us again this time. So thank you for being with us, Nicole Simmons who leads her own podcast, Take Action Podcast Show. And um, last week, ladies, we were talking about gaining your self-confidence back after a breakup. We've all been there. Breakup happens. We're questioning ourselves. We're doing self-talk. Not very productive self-talk, right? And then we ended the show with this thought out there that we didn't get to expand on. But this is why we're here today. Mm -hmm. that sometimes these flags, I'm not going to call them red flags just yet. They could turn into red flags, but these flags show up in a relationship, in our relationship, and we don't pay attention to them. We're kind of like, eh, it's not that bad. We negotiate. Ah, he's only done this once. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let me give her some time. Mm -hmm. might might be different next time so anyway these flags show up we don't address them right away and then we might be in a position where the breakup does happen and we're like i didn't see this coming well maybe you didn't see it coming but these breadcrumbs mm -hmm. were being laid out and you just didn't address it so this is the topic for today so anyone who's in a relationship this is for you maybe things are going really well and you're not questioning anything I guess that's a good thing. But if you're not questioning anything, why aren't you questioning anything? Mm -hmm. um, and maybe you're just going through the motions with your relationship and you're just kind of there with your partner. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Groundhog Day kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> we don't want that. No, we don't want that. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, I talked enough. That's the context. This is where we are. Amber, what's our first question? All oh right. So, Miss Nikki or Karina, um, have you guys ever been in a relationship where you haven't been present or your partner's not present? Have you guys dealt with that before? I, I would imagine we all have, but. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I want to say normal. Maybe, maybe I can say normal. I think it's, it's something that if you've been in a relationship any length of time where you say like we're in a relationship <laughs> and it doesn't have to be necessarily one that's toxic or unhealthy per se. I think there are moments where you're not present, mm -hmm. you know, because life happens, you get busy and you get focused on other things. And just depending on what season of life you're in, you may not always show up and be present in your relationship. And so I think sometimes those are the times where it can be a little dangerous if we're there too long, because those are the, those are the times where you can, you can miss things, especially mm -hmm. when you talk about being present, not being present with yourself, but mm -hmm. just not noticing maybe even changes in the relationship. That's where your partner might be going through some things too. Right. So I think that we all can experience that, especially if you've been in a, in a relationship longer than a year. Mm. I think it's something that 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 naturally happens. But I think for us, when 
recognizing those moments, right? Those high stress moments or high demand moments, depending on your career. If you, you know, especially if you have children together, I mean, there's many different seasons and opportunities for us to not be present. So I think it's just being mindful of those times with yourself to know, okay, I'm I'm not all the way there. I'm here, but I'm not here. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of have a follow-up question to that too, because, you know, especially for our younger girls that are listening and lady women that are listening, um, you know, the ones in their twenties, cause we had, uh, another, we had somebody who was younger than us on before. And she talked about a new thing called situationship. Boy. So I love how you're calling it, you know, relationship, but now this, this younger generation is calling it a situationship where you're dating. Go for yeah. it. Go, go. Okay. Go. Wait, <laughs> what is wait, it? What is Nicole, do you, do you know what situationship is? I've yeah. never heard of that term. Ah! We we didn't either. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Tell me, school me on this. What's the relationship? We got school. Trina. I mean, Trina was our was our host. In your twenties is her handle. Yes. You're not you're not in a relationship. You're dating. There's no commitment. And you're doing everything like you're in a relationship, but there's no commitment. Am I saying that right, Kay? Uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> open. It's it's open. And you're not necessarily seeing anybody else. You're right. not. It's just, I should say it's just because I just, I don't, I don't get the situation ship. But usually there's no label to anything. You just, you, you're in this situation with this person. But one person tends to think that they're in a relationship, I think. And the other person doesn't feel like that. So it kind of, to me, starts to show, you know, the, the progression, like you were saying, are they still present? You know, is this a red flag that you're seeing? I mean, I don't know if you had ever heard of situation ships, but to me, when I was thinking about these red flags showing up, I can see how a situation ship, if you don't know that you're in it, there's probably a bunch of red flags, I would think. I mean, I I think that I think the title itself is a red flag. (laughs) I know as soon as you call a situation ship, get out. We're in a situation now, you know, yeah. I think, you know, I know that, you know, different terms, different things that happen with different generations, but there are some principles to relationships that never change, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't matter what generation it is. Communication, the principles of communicating in a relationship with the person that you say you are interested in or you care about is always going to be a principle that has to be into play if you're going to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. You know, these situations that we might find <laughs> ourselves in, <laughs> you know, can't be void of communication. Like if if both people, like you said, right, that both people have to know, like, this is where we are and this is where we're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not and this is just me. I'm not for we're just going to be in a situation and there's no direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So would you do that in your in other areas of your life where you just well, what about your your career or some goals that you have? You just, well, I'm just in a situation, but you have no defined goals. You have no direction. You're just kind of aimlessly going throughout your life. Like that's not, that Damn. doesn't, you know what I mean? That doesn't promote growth. That doesn't promote right. um, uh, self-confidence. It doesn't promote, you know, being able to be in touch with yourself because you just, you have nothing to attach your purpose to. Yeah. So I understand situations, but I think it's, I think in itself, it's a red flag. If you're with somebody that doesn't, they don't want to define anything. Yeah. I don't, don't, that might, you might need to revisit 
you know, that situation. <laughs> yeah, that's <right. laughs> damn good to the last word right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Revisit yeah. that one because I'm, mm, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. We learn something new every day, I guess. <laughs> we had not heard of it. We were like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. And both of us were like, that is not going to work. <laughs> no, it, I mean, it, it really doesn't when you're, and we've all been 20, right? We've all been 19, especially on this, you know, in this circle, we've, we've been there and that's a great, it's a convenient word for, it's a convenient, it's convenient, you know, there's no, there's no standard. It's just yeah. do it, whatever you want to do. Yes. And I think when we're talking about being, you know, to kind of bring it back to being present, I think it's very, really important that you do put certain parameters and standards and live by those standards for yourself, because that's a, that's a, a, a parameter that you can use to check in with yourself. Yes. You know, so like I said, yeah, we all experience not being present at some point, point in time, but how do you know when you're, when you're not, there has to be some type of parameter personal standards and values that you have. But if you're just going in and be like, well, what it is, what it is, it's whatever. We're just in a situation. What is that saying about your personal standards and boundaries to really protect your heart? And this is why we get in these situations of, you know, relationships where there are, there are, there are some flags, there's something waving, but you ain't paying attention because you're just in a situation. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like those car dealership. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it and I understand, you know, different terms yet at the same time, it's, it's definitely a, an ingredient to a recipe that's going to lead you to a cake that you do not want to eat. Yeah. I like cakes. What, what does, what does not being present look like, feel like in your marriage? Ooh. Hmm. Who, who's going first on that one? I was like, oh, we're going. Well, we already did an episode. We did an episode already for that on me. <laughs> you said I'm up, right? Yeah. I just, well, I just reiterate before, like my husband called me out on it and he wasn't so happy, but unfortunately he did it when we had like a date night and I thought it was just us going to dinner yeah. and, you know, and having a nice time. And I had said, shit, he should have just told me in the car. He shouldn't have waited till, you know, we get there. And then he just vomits everything out. So, you know, go watch that episode. Yeah. <laughs> watch that one. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, will. If you weren't so, on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah. On the other side, it don't feel too good. You're right. You're, right. It's, it's like you upset. No, now I'm upset. So yeah, we both. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we both gonna talk about this. Yeah, I think, I mean, I remember, I mean, just even recently, it hasn't even been that long ago where my husband confronted me, you know, and he was like, I noticed this pattern with you whenever we get in the car together, right? And I was like, okay, like we're in the car, <laughs> you know, like I don't, we're kind of doing our own thing, you know, we say hi, hi, but you know, you're in the car. Yeah. He was like, yeah, but I noticed that like almost every time that we're in the car together, you're scrolling on your phone, you know, you're engaged with maybe texting someone, or you might be laughing at a TikTok video or on Instagram or something. Every time we get in the car, he was like, you're not present with me and I want your attention. Like we're together, you know? So why would you do that? And to me, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, we're together. 
right? right. right. We're together. So what's the, <laughs> you know, what's the problem? Yes. But it was a problem for him. He was like, you're not, I don't feel like you're present. You're emotionally, you're detached from me. Yeah. And I want to connect with you. Now he may not be, oh. you know, not a lot of guys may not be like that. I don't know, you know, right. but for my husband, he was like, I want to connect. I want to engage with you on an emotional level, not just with sitting in the car together. Like it's a, it could be a time for us to just talk about whatever, but I want to know that you're here. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that I took that very well. I we, can't say. We usually don't. Yeah. I, <laughs> because I was, I was a little annoyed. Cause I'm like, well, when, I mean, you want all my time, right. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what? Now I got to stay in tune when we're in the car too, like at the house, in the car, with, <laughs> you know, but I really, it really challenged me to question because I did, you know, after he talked, you know, cause they'll, they'll tell you the whole litany, like this is the time and this is the time and this is the time. And I began to see the pattern and understand he, what he was talking about. And it really forced me, even though I didn't like it very much at first, it really forced me to kind of look at myself and ask myself, why am I not connecting right. when we're in the car? Like what's going on with me that I feel like I have to distract myself and, and put my attention somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And that was, it just, it, it opened up a deeper conversation between us and me just kind of sitting and asking myself those questions. And, and I got to the, to the root of it and I was able to communicate with him. Like, this is why I tend to do this. Mm -hmm. And so there were some things that I needed to adjust and there were some things that he needed to adjust. Yes. But yeah, I had to, you know, me. admit that, yes, I am, I am disconnecting. I am not fully present. And this is why I haven't been present. Yeah. Right. So we both had to make the adjustment, but I, it was like 80, 20, like I needed to make 80% of the adjustment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and like that. Yeah. I and like by the that. time they bring it up, it's like, well, dang, you know, sometimes it's, if it was a habit, like we talked about before, you know, right. then, okay. Then address it the first time it bothers you. Don't wait, you know, a few months until it's until you've already just been pissed off. And now I'm right. Going. Right. Yes, yeah, I deeper. can't read your mind. We can't yeah. read each other's minds, you know? Yes. And yeah. So yeah, that's, and like I said, we, we, we all, if you're in a relationship for any period of time, you're going to experience not being present, you know, for whatever reason. And so, yeah, I got called out and, and I work on it. I do. Like when I get in the car, I'm conscious to put my phone down. I'll either put it in my purse yeah. you know, put it down on the side, like put it face down, put it on silent, like really make sure that I'm honoring, right? Because it's about honoring each other. Yeah. Honoring his, even if I don't fully like, yeah, I agree. I shouldn't, I understand where he's coming from. And yeah. so some of that, a portion of that, it really doesn't matter how I feel about it. It's something that he needs from me and vice versa. Yes. Right. So because it takes right. being present takes energy. Yes. It yes. <laughs> it takes uh, it. <laughs> and sometimes you just want to, I don't want to deal with nobody, including yes. you, yeah. you know, but yeah. when you're in a relationship, it, it can't be like that. Like, yeah, there are days you have to communicate, right? We talked about communication. I mean, you have to communicate where you are. Right. And then, you know, be able to say, Hey, okay, yeah. I might need, I might need a timeout. I might need to just kind of get some time to myself for a little bit. Yes. But yeah, that's, 
Anyway, I can go on and on because, you know. No, I was going to say, we're going to have to have a third episode. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go going back to red flags and, um, you know, just the importance of seeing them and recognizing them. I mean, are there any, have you, in prior relationships, we'll get off your marriage, but like. <laughs> hey, it's happened there too, so. True, true. Yeah. Um, are there any red flags that, you know, seem small or minimal, but that you like somebody shouldn't ignore that you ignored. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I think this is such a common problem that we have as women, mm -hmm. because it's like this mindset of, I can help him. Damn, I can save him. You just, I can save mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Yep. I can help him. Yeah. And it's, and it, I think it's subconscious. I don't think it's a real, sometimes it's a real conscious thing. It's subconscious. Like, I can help him. And I, and on one side, I think that because we're inherently like the way that we're built mm -hmm. as women, it comes natural to us to come alongside, you yeah. know, and want to bring out the best in the other people. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's just naturally how we are. But I think what gets us in trouble is when we ignore the nudges or the hunches that we have about that person and we just excuse it away to say, oh, you know, it's just that. And I think that, I think that we all, everyone has a sense of, I shouldn't say everyone, cause that's kind of broad, but when something doesn't feel right to you, yep. you know, that intuition, that instinct that we have when it just doesn't, you can't, you might not be able to articulate it or you may not be able to put your finger on it, but it just doesn't feel right to you. Right. I remember that happening to me in one of my relationships. It just didn't feel right to me. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't explain it. I couldn't articulate it in 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 words, but I just knew how it how I felt. And I can tell you that I ignored it for a little bit. Yep. And I and what I did was I was to well, let me just try a little harder. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> did I <laughs> no, it's everything you're saying, you know, ditto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let me, let me try a little harder. Let me see if that's going to work. Let me, you know, let's have a conversation, but I'll just try harder. And then we put all this pressure on ourselves and it's really, a lot of times it's, it's not that it's not that it's there, there's a conversation that needs to be had. Maybe you have to confront some things. Mm -hmm. and confrontation is not always easy because sometimes you don't know what the response is going to be. Right. <laughs> you know? And so I remember I, I, I didn't, I ignored it. I tried to try a little harder and then I used money and buying things to compensate mm -hmm. overcompensate for the shortcomings that I was seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to be the overly, you know, I'll do this for you, or I'll help him do this, or, oh, you need a job? Okay, let me help you fill out this resume, and, oh, here's some jobs, and <laughs> you sit back and stop doing stuff. Oh, the joke is just lazy. Yeah. Just lazy. Yes. I mean, bottom line, you're lazy. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think that syndrome of, I think I can help him is, I know I fell into that, and it it turned around and bit me. You know, I maybe should I tell this story? Yes. You already said time. it. Okay. <laughs> That's the so here. <laughs> there was a situation where I had received a large sum of money 
And I had never seen, I had never received this large sum of money ever in my, in my life and my young life. And I was just like, okay, I'm balling, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. I had put my money into the bank and I was saving it so that I could have some, you know, some kind of startup capital to be able to invest and grow my money. And then also be able to, you know, help myself in the future with my education. So you talking about them red flags them crumbs, you know, oh, I need this and I need that. So what am I doing now? I'm taking a little bit, a little bit here, maybe 500 here, 200 here. And then I see he needs this or he needs that. I end up spending almost all of my, all that money that I had on oh. this person. Oh, oh wow. I'm sorry. This, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you, know? you know what you bring up, Nicole, is a great analogy of these breadcrumbs yeah. that are there and we we don't follow. And then next thing you know, it, it, it blows up. Like it becomes a big thing. It's like going to the bank or going to the ATM. Withdrawing. Take $10 yeah. out, take oh. 20, take 100, yeah. take 200. And next thing you know, you broke. you're almost out of money. And you're yes. depleted with everything. Yes. You are out of money. Exactly. And now you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're the one going to the ATM doing yes. that. Yes. A sense of responsibility and, and, and blame. And like, I feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I felt all of those shame, disappointment. Like, how could you do that? Why would you do that? Like, then there's, then there's this self-loathing and self-shame that, that comes into play, you know? And some of it was, I wouldn't, yeah, there was some ignorance there, you know, in terms of money management and like just basic money principles, you don't do something like that. Right. Right. But I think when your heart is involved, when your emotions are involved and you're connected to someone and you think that this is really going to help make the relationship better, you're not thinking about that. Right. You know, your main focus is just to make the relationship better or help him get better so the relationship can, can get better. Yes. Right? It's not and just a relationship. Him. Help him get better so the relationship can get better, you know? And I think, ladies, that is a big mistake. Yes. You cannot help a man develop himself if he does not want to invest in himself first. Mm -hmm. Yep. He has to do it for himself, not you making him do it or I'll do it with. No, let him do. Let him do what he needs to do. Let him become a man. Let him let him do it. Mm -hmm. And we take the reins like we take it from them, yeah. you know, and I you know, we talk a lot about, you know, what men should do. But I think that we have responsibility as well. Like we we will take it and be like, we're going to do it. We're going to help you or we're going to get in front of him and it stops his development. And then we look up and we're like, well, why he's not doing this? Why? Cause you're doing it for him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or get him to a position where he's supposed to be. And then he leaves because he has no use for you anymore. Right. Because you're the do girl. Yes. Yeah. I call it the warm Snuggie. Yeah. We not, <laughs> well, <laughs> you're we like not the warm Snuggie that so they can come to and yeah. feel better about themselves and all that. No. Let me, let me, let me just tell you this. Okay. My husband and I, when we were dating, we actually, I actually did break up with him. Like we ended, we had a couple of breakups <laughs> within our relationship, but there was, I remember there was a particular situation that came up in our conversation because it was a red flag for me. Mm -hmm. 
it wasn't necessarily for him, but it was a red flag for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not good with that. Like, it's not going to work for me. And, you know, we talked, we talked about it a little bit, but I was like, what, what needs to happen at this point? Because I had matured a little bit <laughs> more from previous relationships. I said, this is, this is what I need for myself. I need to separate from you and you go figure out how to deal with your situation. <laughs> you, go, you know, you go figure out how to, how to work on you and I'm going to be over here. And if I'm still available when you come back or if you come back, then maybe we can talk, but it's, I can't take on that responsibility. And I think sometimes we have to say that out loud. I was like, I cannot take on the responsibility for helping you to deal or work through your issues. Like I, I can't do that. We're not even in a marriage. I think there's boundaries there, but especially if you're dating, like I'm not responsible for helping you get through your issues. Like you need to have the all, you know, within yourself to be able to do that. I can be a friend, but yeah, no. And so we, the relationship ended for a period of time. I think it was maybe six or seven months. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I wish I had done with my last relationship. Yeah. Give him the, you need to handle your stuff. You can handle it. You know, I mean, gratefully, I'm thankful now today that he did. Yeah. But, and he, he came back and he says it not every day, but often enough, like, thank you so much. Like he thanked me. He was like, you helped me to develop because I wouldn't have. Right. You know? And so I think it's, it takes a lot of courage and boldness to do that, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. It can be scary because you you might not, the relationship could end. Yeah. But in the long run, you're saving yourself the hurt and the pain and the, and the turmoil and the pressure and the stress and the time, the time of trying to be that for somebody else. And, and you, and we really can't, we really can't. How, how, how would somebody know, um, because you, I know you said it was different, maybe different red flags, maybe different for like you and your husband. But how would somebody know if a red flag is a red flag to them? Like what what senses or spider tingly feelings? You know what I mean? Spider Man tingly feelings that they have. Yeah, I I think it's I think it might be. I want to answer this carefully because I don't want to think there's like some blanket you know, a blanket answer, like one shoes, one shoe fits all sure. for everybody. Right. That if, if, the, if this happens and it's a red flag, you know, like right. for me, there are certain things that I know from, from my background, that's why it's important to know yourself mm-hmm. from my background, maybe. And some of the things that I've had to overcome in my life mm-hmm. th- for me to hook up with somebody that displayed some of these things is a red flag for me. Right. Because it doesn't help me. It doesn't bring out the best in me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that it's important what, what's when you looking at, okay, what's a red flag? I think it's important to know, to understand your, your background, to understand yourself, to really ask yourself, what is a red flag for me? What are some of the things that I would look at and it would cause me to not be me? Yeah you know, or start to behave in a different way. Like I came, I, not myself per se, but I was raised, I was with my parents. They divorced very, they divorced after, I think it was in my early, early twenties when my parents divorced, but there was like a codependency 
pattern that had been established in my family that I didn't, I didn't really realize until I started to do work on myself. And so I was like, for me, that would be a, some of these behaviors would be a red flag for me because I know that I could fall into that because it was a family unit that I came out of, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so there are different, you know, red flags for everybody. I mean, obviously there's some kind of blanket ones. Yeah. If, if he's has anger issues and he's always, you know, threatening to hit you or, <laughs> or yeah. hits you, you know what I mean? Physical abuse. That, that. That's kind of easy. You know, those, those things are easy to identify some emotional abuse, you know, cussing you out, demeaning you, those types of things. Like those are easy kind of red flags. Like anybody can identify that. But I think some of the smaller things, it's important to, to understand yourself and your background and what, what would actually derail you or take you down a road that where maybe you've grown from and it doesn't support where you want to go. That could be a red flag. Yes. Yes. I like what you're saying. Um, we did an episode. I hope I remember her name correctly. I am D Simone. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Amber? Yes. We talked with her about dating yourself, mm-hmm. whether you're single, definitely when you're single and for sure, when you're, you're in a relationship that you hopefully have a partner that's okay with you just going out there and dating yourself and doing things on your own. Mm-hmm. So it just gets to your point of knowing yourself, what you like, what you don't like, how you want to be treated, how you pamper yourself, how you imagine your partner pampering you and, and all these things. So just, yes. yeah, just, uh, you, you, you make a good point in, in knowing yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really important. And I think this is, I think what's missing now, even with some of the young women that I talk to and even some of the, you know, older women that are having, you know, life transitions, they're getting into other relationships is the lost art of communication. Yeah. Like being I able to, know. you know, Why is be- it so hard to communicate. Like I don't, and I'm not perfect. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm not but perfect. Nobody is. But it's like nobody communication is. is the thing that breaks people up, but also the thing that can keep people together. Yes. You know why I, well, I, it's not the blanket answer, but communication is a skill set. Like you have to learn how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes, even when we get in relationships, we stop learning. Mm-hmm. We just go by our feelings. Yeah. And we stop learning, you know? And so that would be. If anyone, for anyone that's in a relationship, y'all listen to this, right? If you're in a relationship, take a relationship, a, a communications class, mm. you know, enroll yourself. And it doesn't have to be together. You can do it yourself. Or if you're with, if your partner is willing to do it, do it, read a book. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you know, read a book, listen to a podcast. Like, I think that, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we we think that communication is like by osmosis, you're just going to automatically have good communication skills. I'm still learning. I'm I'm still reading. You know, I'm still seeking out knowledge and wisdom and counsel from from other people, from from reading books, from you know studying because I see things in myself that I need to improve in too all the time. And your partner will let you know because they communicate different from you. <laughs> That's very true. They'll let you know, you know, so it's, it's an ever evolving 
thing. It's a, it's an ever evolving skill and we can always improve at it, but it is a skill. So that means you can learn it and you need to develop it <laughs> and it doesn't happen on its own. It has to be something you intentionally do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The C word. <laughs> but the good C word. <laughs> yes, it is. The good one. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, it's not easy because communication, it reveals, uh, it goes back to us. It reveals, it reveals you to you. Mm. You know, I was a very sarcastic person. I, very. And I, I, it was brought to my <laughs> attention because that's, that's me. <laughs> you know? And, but that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't fly when you're trying to have a healthy exchange with somebody else, you know? And that's another thing, like these little, little, uh, areas in our, in ourselves and our communication that we might see that we don't acknowledge or we don't work on those things can become blinders to where somebody else might be. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, because mm-hmm. if you're not working on yourself and you're not like, okay, if, if my, if I'm, if I'm clear about me, you can usually see if someone is not clear. Like when you, when someone when you're clear about you have goals and you're clear about the direction you're going, when you meet somebody who's not, you can spot them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. you will be like, right. oh, wow. Okay. Why? Because you have spent the time going through the process. So when we don't acknowledge these things in ourselves and the communication or whatever patterns that we're, that we, that we notice about ourselves and we just ignore them, it's going to be easy to ignore it in somebody else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I did a guy who, uh, after I did, I did, so I get, I get paid once a month from my employer and I was like, damn, why am I broke so quickly? Like by week two or three of the month. So I did a whole, um, expanse, uh, um, expanses analysis five years worth. And I found out where my money uh, is going. It's going out to eat and target. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, all right. I need, okay. These are the adjustments I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a year, maybe two. I meet this guy, the hairstylist, Amber might remember. And I watched him spend his money. And I was like, mm-hmm. why are you spending $7,000 on an old Range Rover and your car functions just well. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. But you're going to go and spend six, $7,000 on what seems to be a new car to you, but year-wise it's not. The car wasn't that well kept. He ended up paying, spending another three G's to repair mm-hmm. the car. But I saw those signs of how he manages his money and I was just like, mm-hmm. This ain't gonna cut it. Then he called me a bitch, and I was like, "We're done for sure." Well, Well, you already knew that was yeah, Mm -hmm. right. That was right. (laughs) Hell, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. But those those are some of the things, like you said, right? For you, it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna cut it because you saw these patterns, right? Right, and I think I think that it's okay to say no. This is a red flag for me. Yes. Like, I think it's okay to say that, Yeah. you know, no, you're not looking for the perfect person. You're not trying to be, we're not perfect. Of course, there's, there's always areas that you're going to have to grow in, 
But I think it's okay to say, no, this is a red flag. Like with my situation, there was, it was a red flag for me. I was like, and I was not willing to compromise. I brought this situation up to other people, other women. Mm -hmm. And they're like, girl, why don't you just give them a chance? Well, yeah. for you, that would have been okay, but not for me. Right. There you go. Any, you any know? closing words for women or men that are, that are feeling and seeing the red flags, but not sure what steps to take to mm. either get out or, um, you know, changes. Yeah. Yeah. I think first, just being honest with yourself, because when we see them, we can talk ourselves out of them mm -hmm. and act like it's really not as, especially if it's something that's, that's severe or bad or, or, or unhealthy, that's damaging to, to you and where you're, where you're trying to go in the relationship. I think it's just being honest with yourself that I think that's the first step is yeah. being honest with yourself. No filter, no, you know, but they're a nice person, but he or she's a good person. Right. That's great. <laughs> For somebody else. <laughs> right. But I, I, I think that you have to be honest with yourself and don't excuse it away. And what you're seeing, recognize it for what it really is. Mm, if they're right. a liar, mm. they're a liar. Mm. You'd be like, no, they lie a lot. Mm. Right? That's a red flag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> big right? red flag. Yeah. They're, they, they, they don't give you the whole truth. Like you find out later different pieces of the story. Like face it and be honest with yourself. No, that person does lie. Mm -hmm. Not, well, it's not that bad. Right. Don't minimize what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Or what, and what you're deserving. And yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Especially, and here's the thing that, oh, especially when you've done a lot of work yourself. Yep. Yes. You don't want to go back. You don't. Why do you don't settle? And sometimes that settling comes because, you know, there's, we get frustrated and tired of waiting or like, dang, when is going to be my turn? Sure. Sure. You know, and then we let, then we just say, well, you know, F it, whatever we not do, you know, I'm just gonna, he seems nice. Right. Right. <laughs> or they're in it and they're, they feel dependent, you know, monetarily sometimes too in right. a relationship, in a marriage. Yeah. Yes. Number and that, and that's a, that's part three. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> so the, the very first thing I would say is just to be honest with yourself and don't excuse away what you're seeing, call it for what it is. And that's the starting point. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love it. Then take one step. That's the first step. That's There's the, the next step. one will, re will be revealed once you're, when you're, once you're honest, because mm -hmm. when you're honest, it opens up a whole door of reality to you. And that first step is usually the hardest part. Very hard. Everything else I think would be easy, but that first step is the hardest yeah, part. That's the hardest one. But once you, once you're honest and you're calling it for what it really is, yeah. the next step will reveal itself and you'll be, you'll be able to make the right decisions for yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Love, love, love the, the nuggets that you always give us here. <laughs> love y'all yes yes <laughs> where can everybody find you well you know this is an amazing podcast and we are podcasters in this world on the on, in these streets so you can yes. find me at, <laughs> at take action podcast show on instagram and um 
for any other inspiration, if you want to connect with me personally, I am Nicole Simmons on Instagram. Um, I talk about kind of the same things, being your best self. I'm into fitness. So you'll see some of that too, but at take yes, action. You will. Yes, you will. And you, that's a whole, no- yes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. But yes. yes, at take action podcast show is, is um, where they can connect with me. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate oh, you. Yes. Love it. Yes. Everybody don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If you have any questions, please comment below. You know, we like the interaction or if you, um, have another topic that you'd like the three of us to discuss at some point, let us know. We'll do a follow-up. So thanks so much for watching. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.